Rain delays causing unfortunate upsets at Rolagorg. That's the French Open. Shark attacks in Florida and California on the rise because that's where they live. 65 days to the Zika Games. I made the Olympic Games. This is Sports Without Balls. Holy cow. A perfect score. 10 point He had to the 2-0. Sports without balls. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, you guys, fans, friends, family, it's Sports Without Balls. We're back. We are Woo! back. Uh, Aaron Foley, that's me, your host, was on a cruise ship. Don't want to brag. Last week, uh, uh, telling some jokes on the high seas. Uh, 3,000 gay men. I am exhausted. <laughs> I danced and drank my life away last week. F- st- stories from that, but more importantly, let's get to this whole goddamn point in life. Trish Sir is back. Oh, you doll. Thank you. Thank oh, you. I love crowd. being here. The crowd. The crowd goes so wild. Now. A two-man clap, and we'll take it, honey. Oh, my God. I've Please. missed you to pieces. I thought you were going to be, you know, pirated with all those wonderful, beautiful gay men on that cruise. I know. Do you bring enough stuff for a white party, or do you have, like, a foam party, or do you have to dress for all Every night. Well, no, I mean, I can't. Uh, I can't dress for all these parties because the, the guys bring an extra suitcase worth of stuff. I'm can't, you can't make that up. I would so yeah. White love. party, I've got it nailed down because I wear the same pair of white shorts. I bring like a pair of high tops or boots, and I've got an adorable little uh, uh, rainbow tie. Oh, that's fun. And that's my outfit. That's fun. And that's it. I would show up just short of uh, a pure drag queen i would be <laughs> i would, would be thrilled you. yes wig changes in the whole nine yeah no there's so I, I do have a wig i do have a wig that gets in the bag sometimes and i have a little a disco ball necklace uh for the 70s tea dance it's it's aggressive uh <laughs> and so much fun uh stories from that in a second uh we got aaron in the booth hey, aaron. hey go cards uh, all Things Comedy Studio, thank God for All Things Comedy. Yes, and we love you guys. us. Uh, thank you so much week after week, making my life and everyone's life uh, just, it's a it's an absolute pleasure to be here. So go to allthingscomedy.com and uh, get your comedy on. Get it. Uh, I want to say this, first of all, uh, in true fashion, uh, whenever I'm on a cruise, there's uh, a very important sports event. Uh, last time I was on the cruise, it was uh, the World Series, and Ant-Man was on. We talked about that. I remember. Ant-Man, remember that? So last week was the NBA playoffs. And, oh, can I um, guess? Yeah, guess. Okay. Uh, let's see. Semi-timely, semi-important. Uh, would it have been Inside Out? A Pixar movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even a movie because we got some sports channels. Oh, okay. So oh. streaming on ESPN was the National Spelling Bee. It was game Stop. five of OKC Warriors. The Stop. pivotal yes, OKC is up 3-1 back big in game. Golden State. The National Spelling Bee. And I thought, well, I'll go to ESPN, too, because there are a couple sports. Uh, sure. Uh, that would be a uh, documentary, Bad Boys of Detroit. Oh, my uncle's in that, by the way, yes. if you watch it. Now, uh, I'm a Stern. fan of that Thank because you. Uh, of, of your connection. Thank I've you. seen it a couple of times. Yeah, probably not the most timely airing of it. Then I thought, oh, I'll go to TNT because sure, right, they're streaming. Yep, yeah. sure. Bones. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, David Boyanis. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> NBA playoffs. Uh, reruns of Bones. Listen, I'm not saying their chemistry isn't just electric. Palpable. But <laughs> it's game motherfucking five. I didn't even see the Cavs Toronto. I saw oh. maybe game one oh. because that whole week was basically Cavs Toronto. I came home on Saturday and I saw game six and seven of OKC Warriors, which are, I, I think, honestly, some of the best basketball I've ever seen. I tell life. you, that what a heartbreaker that last game. Game six in OKC. Yeah. They literally gave it up. They, it was just gut-wrenching to watch. And you knew if they lost it, they were losing the whole thing. You weren't yeah. you weren't going in to Golden State, honey, and pulling <laughs> yeah. out of Game yeah. 7. And they, I, I don't oh, care. they sort of almost did, but then they didn't. But that's what, you know, OKC, uh, and it kills me because I love Durant. And, you know, everybody's, everybody's been waxing poetic today because we're all yeah. short of storylines till June 2nd when it, playoffs start. Everybody's waxing poetic. That yeah. Where's he going to end up? Where's he going to go? He should stay put. That's his best chance of winning a championship. For sure. By a thousand miles. By a landslide. San Antonio on the decline. Yeah. Warriors, they could have won. Could have won. 
And where is he going to go in the East? They're like, oh, Boston. Boston? No. Yeah, what's he going to do? Come play with the Cavs? Stomp. No. Yeah. There's yeah. no room. What are you going to do? Go on the rebuild franchise sitch with Phil over there in the yeah. New York? No. Hell, stay where you're at. Stay in Oklahoma. Knicks, years and years, years. away. Boston, on the rise, years away. Lakers, are you killing no. kill, what? Not uh, Lakers Forget are it. at least five years from even being like, hey, y'all might be in it to win it. Five years. Yeah. Yeah. No way. He could maybe issue if they trade out Blake at the Clippers, but still, you know, Chris Paul is a lot of personality. Yeah. And um, Durant yeah. has a, uh, you know, this, he's a very sweet, <clears throat> excuse me, small market yeah. guy. I mean, he really is. And uh, it, I don't know that his personality is meant to be with a Chris Paul. That's well, a lot to, that would be the only yeah. place I could see ishy yeah maybe but the lakers no way the clips you want them to come together and rally and be worth something but it's gonna yeah. be a hot minute and we're gonna get courtney cronin she's gonna call in in a hot second so she can so she, she can, can wait on clips, her clips but i do i do think that for sure the best chance he has is staying but i also thought that team first of all it's the sweet magic of billy donovan who i've been a fan of billy donovan played for providence college when i was a kid Oh, you love him. And so I've loved Billy D forever. He goes to Florida, turns Florida around, back-to-back national championships in Florida, and you never think he's going to leave Florida. So I've always, like, followed him. Well, I really feel like, um, and I just, uh, was it Scott Brooks? Yeah. I, was, I felt like he got shafted. He got shafted. However, Billy Donovan comes in, and they're uh, five minutes away from going to the finals. But here's the thing. That infighting... The infighting towards the end of both six and seven yeah. did them in. First of all, Waiters is a handful. He was a handful at Syracuse. Yep. He's had a he's had a he's he has a temper problem. Westbrook is amazing, but total diva. Inconsi- and, and, and inconsistent. I he, mean. He he's he has the greatest shots and the worst shots in a period of a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Durant he is I think he's trying to manage. Yep. I think he's trying to manage those egos out there. Also he has quite a personality on the court. Oh, absolutely. Look, so they do not play as a that team. That was tough. I felt like the undoing. Oh, sorry, y'all. That was me being super professional and having my phone on. <laughs> I get so excited. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like, truthfully, that OKC, and I wanted I wanted it for them. You have to understand, y'all remember, I'm married to a Cavs fan. It, we already know that it's going to be all things Cleveland in my house. Hashtag 216, which is the area code for Cleveland. <laughs> it's already happening in our world. Hashtag yeah. 216. But um, I really believed that the, the scrappier version yeah. of this final would have been the OKC Cleveland final. But... Um, I, you know, and, and Cleveland's still the underdog. People say I've got a 25% chance of winning this. And my attitude is, tiny baby Jesus, there's nothing better than being underestimated. I'm, before we even jump there, and I... Sorry, I'm so excited no, no, about no, no, this no. final. No, I'm thrilled about this final. Um, I, I do have to... So talk to me real quick about uh, Cavs Toronto. Now, I, I saw parts of a couple. Then I was on the boat, so I just saw, like, you know, highlights and stuff. So first three, yeah, we take them out, honey. Yeah. It was Magic Smurf. I mean, we were dialed in. It was it was what you'd wanted last year out of the Cavs because yeah. a healthy Kyrie, a healthy love, yeah. and a very dialed in and focused LeBron. Yeah. So everyone was playing. Thompson, everybody was at the top of their game, you yeah. know, really. Yeah. Um, then we go in. To Toronto, yeah, and it was like, hey, guys, remember you play basketball? I mean, it was just like it. it I, my husband, it was not a good scene. He I was, was cussing, and, and they won handedly. Oh, can, I mean, it, it was embarrassing. Yeah, for Cleveland, and all of you know, and every Cleveland fan, fan knows this. It's oh, here goes Cleveland being yeah, Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, everybody, like, don't Cle- Cleveland, don't Cleveland. Like yeah. that's sad that that's what happens, but it was what it's what yeah. happened. And um, and the second game was the same thing. Yeah. And I don't know. I got a little nervous. I was like, it's oh, I did too. Tie it up two two. I did too. I thought, are y'all really? Is this yeah. really happening? The backcourt of Toronto. First of all, I've been a Lowry fan for a long time, but I didn't. You know, I know Toronto a little bit. You but know you what I mean? take but Toronto they had, they on the road. Toronto yeah. on the road's a different yeah. team, and yeah. it's shocking. Yeah. Because at home, my gosh, they were so. I, yeah. I mean, it it was scary. I was like, we're in trouble. We're yeah. screwed. Then they get right back to Cleveland, and it was like, hey, you guys, do we play a basketball or croquet? Yeah. I was like, what? 
What's yeah. happening? Like, it, it was a flip-flops. Yeah. It was bizarre and strange. And, and to be honest, I mean, thank goodness. But at the same time, I, I was slightly thrilled because I know Cleveland needs to rest. Yeah. Oh, and love, winning in six was fantastic. Love sitting out the fourth. I, I mean, Tyron, I was like, are you having a stroke? Why would you sit love? Like, I don't even understand half of what that was. So they ended up sitting him for the fourth quarter. Of game six? Of game, uh, yes. No, f- f- uh, the two well, one of them games. was it? Oh, oh, one of the Toronto games they sat out love because because the lead was so big. Yeah. Hey, we have a call. Oh, first is time caller, Fo- long time listener. <laughs> Courtney, is that you? Kids. Yay! Hey! Do your impression, please. Hi, Trish. How are you? It's me, Trish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, am I the, the vainest person on the planet that I enjoy hearing somebody else? Do I sound like that? <laughs> Wait, more, Courtney, please, more. Oh, that's, that's all I can do. Oh, uh. Good. As long as I only have one go-to, it's kind of like Rip Torn. Like, <laughs> throw some confetti and she's out. Uh, Courtney, we're talking about the uh, you know the series. But we haven't hit the final talk yet, but um, the finals talk yet. But we're talking about... Uh, how uh, Trish uh, Cleveland made uh, Trish very nervous. Uh, game three, four, Toronto, and then came back uh, five, six, and took care of business. Uh, and I was on a cruise ship. Just a little background information, <laughs> and uh, what I could get on the on the cruise ship during pivotal NBA playoff games was uh, the National Spelling Bee and reruns of Bones. Um, so cool. that's something. <laughs> Courtney, I have to know. Do you mm-hmm. think Blake Griffin's getting traded? I can't. My dad and I have been talking about this all morning. I know. I can't. Uh, you know it's true, don't you? In your gut, in your belly. I feel it, I too. Do. You think I he's going. You think he's on the move. Well, here's why I'm okay with it. Here, Here's the part of me that's okay with it. The part of me that's okay with it is that's where he's from. It's his home, his family, his friend. Like, I get that, and that's all great. And he'll be well-received. And Wait, wait, wait where? Where? Oklahoma. I think Kevin Durant's yeah. coming here. I see what like, did I just said. You think Blake's going to go to OKC and Durant's on the move? That's what that would be. That's not a win for Oklahoma. No, but I'm it's, sorry. it's freeing up cap space to get just to get Blake off the books, if right? They, they got to get West if they do that then they need a they need a true point guard on OKC because I tell you West, Westbrook ain't it. Will move needs to move to 2 or 3 because him well, bringing the ball down but, and making crazy decisions is not a good idea. Mm-hmm. No, I think Westbrook gets a little. I think they both got a little nuts, like in the last. Two they got games, they got like, frantic. In, in they got half, a little frantic. They did, and I was like trying to compare it to like where you're like winning at blackjack all night, and then all of a sudden you just start hitting hard eighteen and splitting fives. It's like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I love that every time there's a sports reference with Courtney, she backs it up with a gambling reference, which makes it even more obscure. Like, if we didn't have anybody lost the first time, she doubled down and went for splitting something. And I'm like, I have no idea what the hell it's you It's like said. you're playing junior badminton and uh, <laughs> the shuttlecock gets stuck in the net. And you're like, oh, you know, what am I going to do now? Well, you know, oh. you're, you're, you're basically just making insane plays hoping for the best. And it's like... Yeah, your one percent chance. Although when Steph Curry does this for some unknown reason, it, it goes, goes in. in. It goes like, in. He had some like crazy, like it looked like someone was having a seizure <laughs> and then just like spurt, like jumped out of like it looked like he was about to fall on his head and it still went in. No, they so, were, for some reason it yeah. works for him. It I, I call them launching. He looked like he was literally launching like a, a like a like a cannon or a rifle. I don't know weapons it reminds off me his shoulder. Of old school Kobe. Old yeah. school Kobe would like be falling. Yeah. There'd be someone bear hugging him. <laughs> he'd be going towards the fans. And it would go, mm-hmm. you're like, what just happened? Yeah. And he'd yeah. make it. Yeah. yeah. The only reason why those are acceptable shots on Cur- for Curry's is because they go in. It's really the only exception. It's true. I mean, you would never, if someone else took that shot. Even if it went in, they'd go, that's, that's, a, you know, he's, as my dad would say, he's damn lucky that ball went in. <laughs> that's what my dad yeah, would say. Exactly. Because, but it's Curry and he makes 90%. It's insane. Wow. But I did think, uh, both, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I, I know I was actually rooting for OKC and let me finish. Um, Thank you, Courtney, for calling in. Do we have another caller? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I know, I know. I know I wasn't supposed to, but I kind of just wanted it for them. But then, and I thought they were going to get there, too. And it was 3-1. I'm like, oh, my God, this is really going to happen. And then this is what I see. I see 
when they're playing as a team, OKC is unbelievable. They're incredible. When they're when they're playing two man ball, it's a big fiasco. It's a mess. Like yeah. it worked for Russell Westbrook those first two games when he kind of took control and went a little crazy. It it ended up working for them, but it didn't work at all the last three games. And he still kept trying to do that. Yeah. And um, he he. I, I don't mean, know there's, how there's you so handle many unnecessary that. turnovers. I totally agree. So many. So many. It was so frustrating. And then they were just literally throwing up desperate balls, which was just so painful to watch. And you're sitting there going, please, just don't do this. And I was more upset for game six than I was seven because we all knew if they didn't win in OKC, they weren't winning. You just knew it. Yeah. I think a couple factors, too. I think before we talk about trades and stuff, I think, um, you know, during, I think it was, I don't know, maybe I was on the boat or whatever, but... I saw I saw part of it uh, in a bar. Whatever, it's a long story. In part, of, <laughs> listen. There was a there was a bar in a port in the Bahamas, and I went in. And I watched some of it. It's uh, <laughs> another story. <laughs> uh, but uh, I kept saying, "Where is Iguodala?" Mm-hmm. Because that dude took over the NBA Finals last year, MVP of the Finals, some of the best defense on LeBron, some of the best defense I've, I've ever seen. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you could legitimately argue if the Cavs had a couple more score, scores, they might have won. Um, but the, I was like, where is Iguodala? And it seemed to me in game six and game seven, probably part of five, I didn't see five, but he he just sort of, there was something in him that cranked up his defense on Durant in the last, I would say, the second half of game six, which spurred him mm-hmm. on offensively a little yes. bit more. And Durant, to his credit, Durant was making, he didn't shut him down. You can't shut down Durant. However, he limited his shots, and Durant wound up taking these circus shots. Now, some of them went in because of Kevin Durant. But I thought that really kind of was a huge, huge part reason why Warriors beat OKC. And also, I think it was just like, OKC's like, oh my God, this is it. We have six, seven minutes. We're up by a couple. Like, this is our big mm-hmm. shot. And I think the nerves get in. I think the nerves, I think it was Iguodala. You know, Curry kind of got his groove back. Thompson was obscene. Um, and, and I think Westbrook Thompson is... Thompson had the game of his life. Thompson I mean, had the game last, of his life. Yeah, game six. And Westbrook, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. he's amazing. The guy's amazing. But yeah. he he's he great. needs to check his fucking ego so and take... Coaching. I yeah. mean, Billy Donovan is obviously like a proven mastermind, and if, if, if he 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 won't, he just and you see him yelling at his teammates. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. I had issue with the fact that it, game six especially because that was going to be the one that decided yeah. it all for them. Game six, it, they just looked like a bunch of individuals. They did, and it was unfortunate in because, the second half. Yes, the fir- first half, well-oiled machine, yep. and then they, they the wheels I, came off. Yeah, and you were like, what's happening? Because I like Adams, the big old. Oh, my God. Adams was fantastic. Love Adams. I love Adams. Adams. And, and all of a sudden. Over here. Yeah, yeah. It was just this weird. Every, everyone just seemed very individual. Yeah. And then that's when I looked at it. and I was like, this is Because this I is not think good. that's their default setting. Yeah. The default setting is. Go with what I'm I know. I'm a superstar. Go with I know, what I know. And I, and I do think if Durant. I mean, I want everybody to stay. I want everybody. I want Blake in L.A. I want Durant in OKC. And, Courtney, honestly, I, I found myself really, when they were playing that insane team ball, I found myself totally cheering for OKC. I was like, I don't need, uh-huh. a, I don't need a Warriors domination. You know what I mean? Right. I like new teams winning. You're going to get one. I know. No, you're not. I don't know because. No, you're not. I, I don't it's know. It's going to be Cleveland. All right, let's, let's jump. Okay. Let, let's jump to the finals let's, so we don't hog this whole uh, thing on the NBA. Let's, let's jump to the finals. Courtney, first, first thoughts on the finals. Okay, just really quick. I read the thing about the odds and everything. I actually have to go to Vegas for work tomorrow, and I never make sports bets ever, ever, ever. But for fun, I'm thinking of betting on a team that's not even in the finals just to see what happens. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I literally was like, wait, I I don't know anything about betting, but is that possible? (laughs) San Antonio and eight. To see what happens. Um, (laughs) I I, kind of want to bet on Cleveland. Obviously, the odds are better if they win. But um, reasons I love. Kind of thinking about doing that just to kind of make it a little bit more fun for me because I really, I want. I kind of like. I'm fifty-fifty on who I want to win, and it's not going to be fun for me to watch unless I'm pulling for some reason. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking of doing that. Do you think that's dangerous, Trish? What do you think? No, I've, listen, here's what I think. And I was just, I, right before you oh, you called, we were talking about what the odds makers are saying. And they say that there's a 25% chance 
that <clears throat> Cleveland will win. And mm-hmm. um, I say go for it because I love being underrated. I love being an underdog. I love that mm-hmm. that, that you've got a very healthy, dialed-in, painfully focused Cleveland team who remembers mm-hmm. all too well the destruction and dismantling of last year's final. And I genuinely believe... That's what I mean. believe, They're going to come out swinging. Oh, I, like I come legitimately... Cleveland can win this series. Oh, 3,000%. As healthy as they are, too, because this is the other thing. I, I do think OKC is good, but I really believe that, that that series should have never been that close between Golden State and OKC. So that tells uh-huh. me, going into this final, that OKC is, I'm sorry, that uh, Golden State's worn out. They're tired. Yeah. They've had a lot less they're rest. Tired. I know they're younger, but honey, let me tell you something. Trust and believe LeBron's ass has been in his cryogenic chamber, honey, just yeah. freezing uh-huh. himself. Oh, he has been hanging from his ankles. Yes, I mean, sure. fully. <laughs> All <laughs> of them have. You th- I, they <laughs> just spinning blood over there I and do doing think, the most. I do think this, though. <laughs> I think OKC, I think it. I, I think the counterpoint is, I think it could have, it should have been that close because what I was so impressed by was OKC. They just were bigger. They the the, mm-hmm. the length. Westbrook's athleticism. Durant is so fucking big. Yes. Oh Steven yeah. Adams. There's no one ba- like he He's was a man dominating wall. in yeah. the boards. I think. I think He's Golden State was a man wall. He was, he was a man wall. I think Golden State was wall. surprised how. Not surprised, but I think they they were they were sort of dominated by the strength and and bigness is that a word yes. uh, of of OKC and, and if you look towards I broke I broke down the roster right I broke down the rosters and if you look at <laughs> it, it I love when she know, does just, this no, she gets very inside baseball and it makes me joyful <laughs> because you've mm-hmm. got all right so you, you, three three right Kevin Love Kyrie Irving LeBron James Curry Thompson Green right. They are not yeah. going to decide. In no. my opinion, they're not going to decide. I think they're all going to play great, and we can go over matchups. But I think it's always the second tier. It's always the second tier, and I do think mm-hmm. that favors Golden State. However, I do believe that the X factor of Golden State being tired, Curry being, I guess, 80%. Injured. Yeah, he's, he's not his um, full self. And the Cavs, no. I think, are so hungry. And I think mm-hmm. you go back and forth, and I think, you know, maybe the talent is more on Golden State. But I swear, if I had a pick right now, and obviously Golden State could win in four, I don't know. But um, mm-hmm. I give the I give the edge to the Cavs. I Woo-hoo! give the edge to the Cavs. Go Cavs! Mm-hmm. And I did make the announcement last <laughs> year that if Golden State won, I would cheer for the Cavs she, no matter what in sure the finals. Did. This is, this and is I am cheering for the Cavs. Thank you for holding true to yeah, that. I am I'm too. cheering for the city too. of Cleveland. I like the Warriors better. I love my sweet sweet Curry. I love Thompson. His brother's a peach, and he barely plays. <laughs> and I, I love, love him. He's family. a Dodger. Because he's a Dodger. Um, I love Green. I love everything about Golden State, and I'm cheering yeah. for the city of Cleveland. Yeah, I, you know what? I know everybody gets so tired of hearing this. Cleveland needs a win desperately. But they do! Right. They right. need one desperately. And I believe that this is the, um, this is the, this one, I, and you know, it's it's bigger than baseball. It's bigger than basketball. This is really, this particular win yeah. um, will validate all the shenanigans and the tomfoolery and the going to the heat uh-huh. and the back and the letter and the, yeah, yeah. it just the burning says, of jerseys. Burn, exactly. I'm a witness, blah, blah, blah. The bullshit we've had to put up. I, I cussed the bullshit of Johnny Manziel and that hot mess. Cleveland just gets pooped on. <laughs> and so I feel like this is really that yeah. one. I mean, they can live off this for decades. No, I do think also we have not discussed this, the Republican national conventions in Cleveland. Yes. So they have to win to offset set the god-awful shithole that's going to be rolling into that town. The Trump-tastic If Listen, if you could pray for a sinkhole. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I... I'm going to put my money on the convention. Yeah, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag sinkhole, hashtag convention. But if you go over, this is, this is now, this is my concern. Here's my concern. My concern is if you take J.R. Smith, Della Dova, Channing Fry, who is an upgrade, um, mm-hmm. Shumpert, Tristan Thompson. Now, Tristan Thompson's mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, now, and you take Harrison Barnes, Sean Livingston, uh, Bogut, uh, Iguodala, 
and then you know kind of second half is Ellie Spites Bar- uh, Barbosa. Um, that bench is better, just flat out better than Cleveland's bench. However, mm-hmm. however, 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 asterisk scroll down. Tristan Thompson, like I guess what I'm saying is these guys, these this supporting group has to play the best they can play, and well, and, and 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 Warriors average. have have to play about eighty percent. Well, let's be real. Last year, when everyone said no, they couldn't do it. They got close without Love and Kyrie. Irving. And people were like, they couldn't even pronounce Deladova. Del- They're like, Deli, Deli, yeah. yeah, go Deli. Like, people didn't yeah. know why yeah. is there an Australian playing rugby and basketball? Yeah. So I know they're capable. That's what I think they makes Cleveland capable. so endearing is yeah. they're scrappy. They're scrappy. They'll and just J.R. find a way. Smith, like, there's, 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 there's some wild cards. There's yep. some wild cards. Um, what I'm w- really excited about is Iguodala uh, versus uh, LeBron James. And I think what I'm excited about, too, is now with Love and Irving, I don't have to sit through, was it seven games last year? Yep. Six games? Uh, six. Six, we didn't, oh, six did games six. of LeBron isolated. Oh, God. I, if I literally was like, if they isolate him and he butts himself into the basket, I'm gonna, I, I, it was horrible basketball. He, he played us. I mean, look. No, no he Mar- did everything he could. It, was, it wasn't his fault. I just, it was shitty basketball. It was. Because that's their only move. Yep, I totally That agree. was the only move. It will be exciting this year to actually watch ball. Like, I do hate that I say yeah. we like I coach Cleveland, but I, uh, we don't have home court advantage, which I know is going to be really difficult. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. They're starting game one is in, is in Golden State. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, Thursday. Because yep. yeah. remember. Oh, I thought it was in Cleveland. No. Okay. Uh, the better record, you know, they were on that winning streak for 450 days, whatever the hell. Oh, yeah, that's true. They, they, they were, went 901. Yeah, 901. Uh, it'll never be done again. <laughs> uh, Courtney, what are you feeling? Like, what's your, uh, we got to sort of wrap up the NBA soon, but what what are you, uh, uh, overall, talk talk about real quick, but do you, you think, you think, uh, Talk about the trades real quick and then make a prediction. Um, okay. About the trades. Like do you think do you think Durant's on the move and you think Griffin's on the move? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Um I don't know. Griffin did not have a very good year personally with the Clippers. Yeah. There was just so much as Trish would say, shenanigans and uh, and Tom Foolery. Yeah, and some Tom Foolery, pardon mm-hmm. me. Yeah, there there was a lot of that. The relationship between he and Chris I think is has been damaged. Very strange. Um, and I hope it'll rebuild itself. It would be amazing if that's the case. Um, but I won't, as Trish would say, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. If, um, <laughs> I'm not mad at it if, uh, if Kevin Durant comes here and Blake goes to Oklahoma. It, it, it would be okay for basketball. Also, I think Russell Westbrook, I don't think he's going anywhere. But I think you're right. I think somebody, I think he's getting ahead of himself and his ego is out of control. He's believing his headlines uh, and it's showing. Mm Mm-hmm. Huh? He's believing his headlines and it's showing. Like I, I always believe after an athlete, you have to be a certain caliber of athlete to handle the accolades that come with the endorsement deals right. and the level. Because then you start buying your own BS and you have to be like someone like a LeBron. And I'm not saying that he's right. baby Jesus, but he gets it. He gets that he is, there's a very finite time that he will be playing the game yeah. and he is setting himself right. up for success outside the game. People like a Westbrook want the accolade. And, and this is my, you know, I could be my opinion in a dollar will buy you a half of a Coke. But really, <laughs> that's that's truly how I feel, that it feels like. It, it's, 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 you're spot on. That, that you know, all, all yeah, of a sudden you're rolling in a Mountain too. Dew commercial and you think you're the face of fashion of the NBA. Well, how about you make a mother effing point and get paid for what you're doing in the first place? It's like yeah. Carmelo Anthony doing the most with the least. Get out of here. We can't have you. You and Lala go over there and start a clothing line because you are not helping uh-huh. the Knicks. Sorry, but well, he, ha- well, yeah, he is helping he's the Knicks when he's playing because he's, he's the only himself. one that we know. I love it. I I don't think Blake. I don't think Blake to OKC is an upgrade. I really don't. I mean, Durant's for them. No, no, no way, not for them. But no. if we if we the, if the Clippers Durant. get Durant, that would be amazing. Yeah, I, I think feel- that can't be a. If they trade, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to give them Rivers, or they're gonna have to give them something unless it's a three team trade. You know what I mean? Like, sure. OKC needs a point guard. They need a point guard. But I tell you, I really, I find it, I find it 
this is the only reason I say they'll throw a sack of cash at Durant because it's easier to deal with what you know and have your next best chance to get into the final than getting a wild card and an ego like Blake Griffin in with a Westbrook. Honey, that to me is like gasoline and kerosene. I agree. I don't. I don't know. I don't know about that fit, but uh, we'll see. Hopefully, they'll all stay put. And uh, what do you think, Courtney? Uh, Cavs, Warriors, uh, make a pick. How many games? I'm, ro- I'm rooting for the Cavs, but I have a feeling it's going to go. I think it's going to go to full seven games, and annoyingly, Golden State's going to win. I know. Can we just everything. get Steph Curry a mouth guard that fits? <laughs> it drives me nuts. <laughs> oh, my God. Jackie, super fan, huge fan of Trish Sir. Uh, literally, we were texting last night. She's like, my wife screams out, if I have to, hear, if I have to see that goddamn mouth guard one more time. <laughs> I know it's a little obnoxious. I have to say, it just what mouth guard? Wait, what? Steph Curry's mouth guard. Oh, it's mouth guard. It's mouth I know. guard. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. All right, so Courtney, you got you got Warriors in seven. Trish, what do you got? I have the Cavs in seven. Cavs in seven. Aaron, any predictions? Couldn't care less. Okay, that's why he's on our team. <laughs> and my prediction <laughs> is going to be. I'll give you two predictions. Wow. What I want to happen <laughs> and what I think is going to happen. I, I, what I want right. to happen is Cleveland in seven games. What I think is going to happen is the Warrior, the Warriors in seven games. Well, that was the most... Thank you, Switzerland. We appreciate that incredibly neutral reporting. I'm telling you. Okay, you know what? We're going to redo that. You know what's going to happen? What, Aaron? It's going to be the city of Cleveland rising up, taking these players on the shoulders. The Cleveland Cavaliers of the NBA champions 2016. Hashtag 216. Hashtag, Two, hashtag 216 in 2016. Boom. <gasps> you no, did that. I just dropped some numbers. What just happened? Courtney Cronin, thank you so much for calling in. We love you, Court. Thanks, guys. Love you, too. And as Trish would say, to the losing team, bless their heart. Bless their heart. <laughs> they try. Courtney Cronin. Love you, boo. All right. Love you, guys. Right, love Have you. fun. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. It's going to be... It's gonna be uh, I cannot Cavs, wait. Cavs and And lucky for me, I'm not trying to brag, but game one is Thursday night, my first night at the Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington, so I'm sure the turnout's going to be huge. <laughs> 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 Oh, my. I mean, oh I'm my. not even going to want to be on stage. So I know. <laughs> All right. Next up, baseball and women's uh, professional, not professional, women's college World Series. One of my favorite things to watch. It's very exciting, uh, Okay. Wh- yeah, seriously. Um, this is going to be on ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN3, whatever, coming up. Um, and part of it is the feel-good moment of the week, but we'll wait for that. Uh, eight teams left. Michigan, Oklahoma, Auburn, Georgia. Uh, Alabama, Florida State, LSU, and UCLA. Michigan's semi-picked to win it all because they've got the best record. But um, these eight teams... uh, It's a uh, good mix, too, of different conferences. It really is a good mix. Normally, it's kind of SEC-heavy, isn't it, usually? Yeah, it's totally SEC-heavy. Well, you still have, like, you know, most of the Southern teams. But Georgia knocked off... Okay, I'm giving a little bit of a preview of the feel-good moment of the week because it's a tie. It's a tie for feel-good moment of the week. Uh, Georgia knocked off. I just literally, Trisha, it was one of those moments where I was flipping around and I, I, I didn't see it live. It was just like okay. it was just like a, a clip of what just happened, and I was like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> and Georgia beat Florida. Florida back to back national champ. They might even gone back to back to back. They were shooting for their third or their fourth oh in my- a row. They were um, the UConn of the yeah, World the, Series? Yeah, okay. uh, they always win. And uh, Georgia beat them bottom of the seventh, which is the ninth. Which, Tech, yes, was it's it seventh. The ninth? Was it the ninth or was it the seventh? No, it was seventh. The seventh. Seventh. Bottom of the seventh. Bottom of the seventh, two out, man on second, pinch hitter, and they beat Florida. That's amazing. It was. We have to. I, I just I realized we have to get my uh, girlfriend Leslie in here. She used to play uh, softball for UCLA. No way. I'm yes. cheering for UCLA. I have them circled. Um, yes, that, that's what I'm going for. A guest. Oh my God, how fun! When I tell you, if you're flipping around or you're like, oh, women's college softball. No, it's really so exciting. Fun. You it's know, a windmill. The pitches come like freaking 60, 70 miles an hour. You know how saucy I am about women's sports because yeah. I just—it's not my jam. Asterisk, scroll down, except for tennis. Um, when I tell you, I last year yeah. you got me to watch the women's World Series. It's 
so good. It's so, and it flies by. Yes. It's like seven innings. I think the game's over in like an hour. No, it's very fast. Yeah. It's fast moving. It's so much faster than it's baseball. It's so MLB. fast moving. Yeah. I was like, what in goodness name? And these yeah. girls are rock stars. Oh my God, they're rock stars. Yeah, please watch. I know you sound, I, you all know me. You know how I'm about having to watch any kind. <laughs> if this was a WNBA, I'd be like, hurry up, change the channel, turn on escapades. But this, I'm telling you. It's this, great. It's amazing. It's really great TV. Yeah, I got I got a Marion Dick Foley watching. That didn't take a, a lot. But it, took, it took a little because sometimes it gets a little ornery. Uh, but they're all in. Uh, uh, also, okay, so that's uh, uh, women's softball. Softball. Let's do some baseball. Can we get the Peaches report before we do okay. any other baseball? Okay, we'll do, we'll Very do Peaches important. report. Um, because I have been out of the Peaches loop, and I need to be clued back in because you have to understand she has a, a few Dodgers still. You haven't traded Grandall or, or Thompson yet, have you? No, Grandall and Thompson have Just really long up. leashes. Yeah, okay, good. Who I'm angry at Uh-oh. is Justin Turner. Well, JT's had a moment. Just so you know, I'm angry how at my long entire do, Dodger. How long do I keep him? He's batting 236. He'll be back. Which is an improvement. Yes. 19 runs, not so bad. Three home runs, eh. 16 RBIs, one stolen base. I mean, his numbers are terrible. Yeah, Trish. this is not normal for him. Look, my, my Dodgers as a whole, you guys know. My Dodgers as a whole are not my Dodgers right now. And praise God, PTL, praise the Lord for Kershaw. He's a one-man band right now. He is a one-man band. He is the LeBron James numbers are terrible, but I like him, so I'm holding on to him. I understand. Don't worry. Grandal's numbers are terrible. I know it. I don't know what's happening. He's batting 188, eight runs, four home runs, 15 RBIs. Any other person, if it wasn't because I'm kind of attached to him, he would be gone. And I love me some Trace. Now, Trace, that boy Trace, is going to be amazing. Trace, here's why I, I literally picked him in the last round of my draft, and he wasn't on anybody's radar. He was on my radar because I remember hearing that he was uh, Clay's brother. Clay's brother. He played for the White Sox last year. Batting 274, 18 runs, seven home runs, 19 RBIs, one stolen base, and he barely plays. Yes, no, and when he comes in, yeah. he's consistent as a mother consistent. trucker. I'm telling y'all, he's he is one to watch for. This kid is I just... I feel like I, there, there's two real bright spots. Well, first of all, um, okay, so n- everyone's pretty much the same. I've got Grandall, I've got Hosmer, who's just amazing. Of he's course. one of my all-time favorite peaches. It's only been two years. Uh, <laughs> Rendon, p- picking it up. Um, and so Foresight, one of my favorite peaches, sure. Logan Foresight, second baseman of Tampa Bay, has been hurt, and I'm, I will not trade him. Because uh, Mary back. and Dick say no. Oh, my God. Mary and Dick would kill me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can we just say this really quick with Mary yes. and Dick? Okay. So I call mom the other day, and um, this is when uh, Odorisi has a no-hitter through, like, seven, and they're playing the Yankees, right? So I said, Mom, and then wound up Castro hit a home run. Yankees won. I said, oh, listen, Odorisi, like, what a game he pitched. And she goes, she was fuming. I go, Mom, what's going on? She goes, I tell you what, Aaron, I, I, you, I <laughs> <laughs> but bottom of the ninth, we're down by one. Jennings comes in? Jennings? <laughs> Does he want to lose? Does the manager want to lose? <laughs> Does he want to lose? Jennings? Jen- <laughs> like she went off on Jen- she goes I tell you I tell you who, who who your father and I have on the bus the coach the coach is on the bus and then she starts laughing I go oh you put the coach on the bus she goes listen your father and I have your father and I have had that coach on the bus for weeks now Jennings <laughs> that was my Sunday conversation with Mary Foley. oh my god Jennings oh yeah. I want one episode where we have Mary Foley and my on. husband, Dave McCool, in here. It would be, be a, a synergy dream. of magic. It would be a dream. It would be. Jennings? Oh, God, I can't. And then, of course, Dad will get on the phone. I'll be like, Dad, listen, you've had some injuries. <laughs> I try to be positive. My dad's, he's like negative retirement guy, you know? Oh. Plus, now he can't breathe, whatever. He's always like, you know, too many cigarettes. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, well, I mean, it doesn't even matter because you got a player that's working. What are they going to do? They're going to trade him. They're going to trade him. I'm like, I, I can't even. I can't even. Oh. Uh, yeah, so most of them are stayed the same. We got Hayward. We got Tr- no, Trumbo has been the ultimate peach. He's been amazing. Uh, Conforto, oh, yeah. sweet. Now, he's been he's been great, but now they're doing a lot of uh, the, the, the manager of the Mets is super lefty-righty matchup, yeah. and so he hasn't been playing as much as he should. Uh, my sweet peach, 
this is the award for Sweet Peach. Sweet Peach of the, sweet um, peach, sweet peach of the Week? Uh, has been Mazzara, who's now up for Rookie of the Year. And the only reason why I know him is because I was studying the prospect list before the season began. I love how much you've nerded out. I've so nerded out. Now, he's an outfielder for the Texas Rangers. You know I can't stand the Rangers. Yeah, who can? Uh, but I was looking through the prospect list. For some reason, he caught my eye. I don't know what it was. I was like, I like that guy. I'm going to keep my eye on him. I'm taking a 4 a.m. flight to God knows. No, no, back home. And, so you know, you're just like, you're on the plane at literally 5 a.m. And I'm going over my, and it was like, Mazzara is going to get called up. And I got him at 5 in the morning. And While Phil was asleep been, in his basement. While Phil, oh, my God, I have a quick Phil story. Um, <laughs> while, while, while everybody's sleeping, and he's been amazing. He's been amazing. Uh, Thompson, I'm going to hang on to him. Uh, Yellick hasn't been great, but he's going to switch it around. Um, and so I just, I need my sweet foresight back. Uh, the pitching has been, the pitching's been, you know, we're, on, we're going to be on an upside. What do you, is Waka better? He's, Three he runs, five better. or six innings better. Yeah. But, it's, um, but it's rough. He, he's going to, he's got a long, he's got a long leash because yeah. I believe in him. I believe in him. He's got a long road. Uh, he's got a long road, but you know who's really uh, coming around? Garrett Cole's coming around. Bumgarner's just a beast. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. Smiley's been great. Uh, I got rid of sadly Severino because he was shitting the bed. Then he went to the uh, the DL for 15 days, and I was in AAA. And so now it's just been me kind of guessing, fill in like a Doug Fister. Uh, I bet I kind of rolled the dice on that rookie Fulmer from Detroit. He's really hit or miss, but he, you know it's one of those yes. like, kind of nerdy. You're patching holes. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm patching holes. I'm patching holes. Sure. I have no relievers. Uh, Phil, douchey Phil, Ugh. sent the league an email. Uh, let's let's make a deal, oh, right? God. And uh, you know because he's not doing well this season. Oh, so all of a sudden he's and Mr. So let's now, all be a team. Yeah, he's like you know uh, my big my big guys are like bleeding me dry or something like that. You know what do you got? And so my buddy Rick and I were like, uh, let's. My Rick Rick emails me and he goes make the worst trade ever to Phil. Like, pitch the worst trade ever. I'm like, that would be amazing. So I pitched the Severino. shitty angels like Joe Smith, just, like, filling in for the regular closer. Um, this dude Ramirez that I picked up for the week from Cleveland and uh, for Bryce Harper. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I just had to. I just had to. Of course, I and heard nothing. I heard nothing. <laughs> Radio it just, silence. It made, me, it made Rick and I laugh so hard. Oh, I, I literally was like straight out trade. These two, these two guys who can barely play. No, I mean they're obviously major leaguers, but still. We get it. Anyway, talk to me about the Dodgers. Bet they're getting Wait, better. Wait, can we please talk about the text? I, I want to tell you guys, I hadn't heard from Erin because I knew she was lost at sea with a bunch of gays. Uh, being magical at a white party and a phone party. <laughs> rainbow party and whatever fun party she was having um i knew all this was happening so i was like oh god i can't text aaron and then all of a sudden my husband and i are sitting in the living room <laughs> watching the mets and the dodgers it is the third was it the top of the third i think it was the top of the top third of inning the third, yeah saturday night S saturday night saturday night baseball honey we, we're making dinner doing the most yay because <laughs> we kill it we kill it no children and we're at home yeah okay so we're watching the game and uh center guards pitching they're in new york yeah and chase utley's at bat and center guard throws a wild pitch which on multiple replays did look very on purpose, but of course it was on purpose. Yeah, it, you know, Cindergard. Yeah. Cindergard said uh, I was sweaty. I was like, don't act new. Just like yeah. own your bullshit. But yeah. he throws this wild pitch. Thank God, Utley had catlock reflexes. Well, he threw it. He threw it behind behind him. him. So it was, which was a no no. It was clearly, yeah, clearly but, not going yeah. to the right place. So yeah. the point of this is, he immediately, no quest, no warning, no nothing, gets ejected by the home plate umpire. It was the worst. And I mean, shock and awe campaign went into full effect. On it. <laughs> My husband was choking on a rib. Yeah. I'm like, was that real? Holy shnot. We were screaming. Our dogs are barking. And then my phone lights up, and it is Aaron K. Foley, honey. And I was like, oh, my God, Aaron's back from the trenches of sea. And, and she's like, did you just say that? And I was like, oh, my God. I, you were the first person I thought of, and I thought, yeah. I, can't, I can't text yeah. you. Yeah. And you lit the phone up. And I was like, oh, she's back. We, and you know it's bad because y'all know the diehard Dodgerness that my husband yeah. and I are. We wholeheartedly agreed it was an awful call. It was an awful call. Ha awful call. When in the history of baseball do you not give a warning? Okay, and so here's I what's mean, happening. It could have been warnings. They do, they do, if a series has volatility in it, 
the umpires will warn teams and, before they did they, not. They yeah. they apparently they, they apparently did. Oh, okay. They, Why didn't we hear that during the game? It. They did pre the announcers wouldn't know that. The now exactly right, and um, the apparently that hump home plate umpire. Make sure I say that right. I don't know if he was home plate, but he was an umpire at the game when what was his name Pereira uh, Peralta, who got hurt. Tejada. 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 I'm so yeah. sorry. Tejada got hurt, so he was there. Yeah. So I think th- it was this big moment of writing. You know what I mean? Like like very dialed into the yeah. to the just the atmosphere. It just around. feels like he was looking. He was like looking for some sort of moment in the sun. What was doubly worse was. I think also these umps, like, it, it, it's a, cu- a couple things. One, um, not that this matter, but it does matter. The Mets that day uh, were celebrating their 1986 Six. World Series. They had all the players back. Glenn Close sang the national anthem, which was amazing. I forgot she could sing. I did, too. Okay, she's always on Broadway. Amazing. I, I always forget uh, that. She's, she's a hot lady. She's um, pretty fabulous. She's so fabulous. So it was all this, like, big New York Uber thing. nostalgic. And he didn't fucking hit him. And Joe, I know he threw behind no. him, but he didn't hit him. He didn't even hit him. Here, I agree. And I agree. I mean, look, you're, there's no disagreement here. And, and you know, you and I were, this is what's happening. So the, the announcers are doing color commentary with Dwight Gooden. Oh, yes. No, in the booth. Yes, we were texting about that as well. And so Dwight's in the booth. And what is my hu- my husband and I, because all this is going down, they have a GoPro. They have an automated camera on a locked wide in the booth. My husband's a camera operator, if y'all didn't know that. So the, the camera is on autofocus so while all this is happening. It's blurry and then it's not. It's blurry and then it's not. So you feel like you're drinking and you're out of your mind. Yeah. And I keep going, what in God's name? Was that camera operator stoned? And my husband's like... Babe, you think they actually pay somebody to sit and hold a wide in that booth? It's an automated camera, and some jackass, when they set it, left it on autofocus. So it is sitting there going in and out of focus. And I was like, I feel drunk. what's happening? I was like, what is happening? Did you know it was in and out, in and out? And I was like, what's happening? And then I couldn't couldn't tell if if Dwight Gooden really looked that bad or if he was really, he did did not look well. He looked older and uh, tough. Tough. He yeah. looked. He was my goal weight, y'all. Yeah. I mean, tiny, tiny, tiny. He was tiny. He tiny. was tiny. Um, but it was the weirdest. And the commentary, like, I don't know why they kept going back to that, but I really felt. I thought we were gonna have a bench clear situation. I, I did. It, I thought it incited stuff, and I thought all the players in the booth. Who was it? Uh, the, the oh, the pitcher was it Glavin? Not Tommy Glavin. Who's the other one with the uh, uh, Smoltz? The, Smoltz. Smoltz. Yes. Yeah, Smoltz and Doc Gooden, and uh, you know Joe Puck can chime in, but whatever. Yes. I, I I know Aaron. I, I know you love him, but I I, I, I don't I, love him. I know it's just cards, but. I fucking hate Joe Buck. Anyway, I don't, I don't hate him, cards. but I just dislike him. He doesn't work dad. for the cards. Well, his dad. His dad, yeah. Um, but anyway, they were, say, you, you know, you have to go towards the players, and Doc Gooden and and, and uh, Smoltz were like, you leave. It's taking control out of the players' hands. You know, totally. these umps are ta- like, you know, Utley, you throw behind him. Okay, you're done. You know, you're done. Well, and it's like, uh, and we all know. And Utley, Utley's a professional. I don't like Utley. It's not like Utley's going to let the back go. No. He's a professional. And he was a class act when it even, I mean, obviously, what other way are you going to handle it? But, I mean, Guy had the game of his life that night, too, on top of it. Yeah. Grand slam. I mean, home run and a grand slam. But But a class act after all that happened. Didn't didn't do any, no smugness. He went right in, went right in the damn dugout. Like there was no extra celebrating. They didn't all hug it out at home plate. They were just. I don't think the Mets or the Dodgers want any. But you you show, you know, it was controversial. You take care of what, you know, you take out one of the players. And I don't believe he's obviously trying to take him out. But, you know, and now you throw behind him. Okay, we're done. Wait, you don't think. Utley was trying to take out Tejada. Well, not rip his knee apart. Of no, course I he don't. was trying to take well, no, him out, but that. not yeah, hurt him. No. Nobody's trying to do that. Like, look, when you watch that replay a thousand times, his own skull bounced off that ground three times, at least. Yeah. If you're going to hurt somebody, you're certainly going to look out for yourself. No, a and bit. but a hard slide into second base yeah. is just part of it. It's just that it was it was a, unfortunate. It, was, it yeah. was unfortunate, but it also was bordering on a, it was like a little bit much. It was a little bit much. I, I look, yeah. I completely also weird that he went off the field without touching the base and then was allowed to come back on. Yeah, the whole that whole play was weird. Was insane. Agreed yeah. a thousand times. I think, and to me, as a baseball fan, totally separate note. Yes, it was the big '86 celebration. Yes, all that. What bothered me was that. As a fan, if I paid a Saturday night yes. ticket to come see Cindergard pitch against the Dodgers and you throw him out in the third, yeah. F you. F you. F you. Now I've got to watch your shitbag bullpen eat it. I mean, really, yeah. that's 
I get it. My bullpen's my bullpen's the mess. If Baez comes out, I just start emotionally eating kettle corn. <laughs> I get it. I'm not being judgy, Matt. I know, but you, it's a shitty game then. It's yeah, a shitty game. It really, you go to a bullpen in the third inning. It, exactly. I agree. Right. Everything. Yeah. You get you let him take the one shot. He should have hit him. Yeah. That's another thing he'll have to deal with his own teammates. Exactly right. Missing. Exactly right. But you know, you let yeah. him take the one shot, and that's it. It's over. Although now that I know that each thing you know was warned, I think that might be up to the Mets coach to pull Cindergard aside and yeah. s- and say, "Listen, we've been warned. I don't know what this empire is going to do." You know, we'll get Utley at some point in time. Maybe we'll get him with a reliever in the eighth inning. Yeah. Don't do it. Right. And, and uh, you know, and I th- and agreed. I, I feel like they should have because they were. It was a an off camera, you know, not a to do. Yeah. It was like a, hey, we all know the tensions are high. Yeah. We all know this is the first time the Dodgers have been back. Yeah. We know. So yeah. how about everyone just dial it in? I don't even agree with that. I don't agree with the umps. Giving them a warning. I don't because that's the, the the players should take care of the players. You know what I mean? Because if you give them a warning, then the, the ejection is justified. If you don't give them a warning, but Syndergaard throws behind him. Okay, warning. Okay, now we're done. He's not gonna go after him again. I feel like it's the sportsmanlike conduct thing. I mean, if you're you already know, like you're the thing is Utley deserves to get thrown at. I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. And so now, because that's just part of baseball. He didn't clog him in the head. He didn't even fucking hit him. No, it was Maybe wild. he missed. Was... I honestly didn't think about that. But Oh, he missed. The, the yeah. fact that, the, no, I, I mean, he did miss. But the fact that they warned the benches before, I, I think is I think that's putting too much power in the ump's hands. It's baseball. You take out this fucking guy's knee. Uh, granted, I don't think he's supposed to, you know, whatever. Well, but but you, you get thrown out, and then you're done. Like you know that Toronto, the whole thing with Bautista and and the and the Toronto, um, uh, oh yes, 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 yes. I fucking I can't stand Bautista and I can't stand Toronto and I can't stand that coach. But they were in the right. Yeah, you, you go after yep. Bautista game one. You don't go after Bautista the last game. No, that no. was that was stupid. That yeah. was that was just like shitty baseball. That's shitty baseball. Yeah, I agree. And so, you know, and then the Odor punch, which I thought was... What was the, year the, was what so was the guy's crazy. name that broke uh, uh, Granky's collarbone from the uh, the Padres? I can't even think of his name right now. Oh, Carlos Quinton. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Only an eight-game suspension. To me, my biggest issue in baseball is if, unlike the rest of professional sports, if you do something that it could literally be a career-ending yeah. move. Yeah. Because... In baseball, there is no reason for us to have contact. Yeah. There is no reason unless it's, a, oh, look, I tagged you. Oh, okay. Yeah. But there's no reason unless it's an odd collide for a ball. Yeah. You don't need to be touching the well, other player. That's so also when, why your catcher's got to grab that hitter from behind and make sure he doesn't touch Grinky. Boom. AJ yeah. Ellis. <clears throat> uh, well, I, but I, AJ can't get up real quick. He needs cute glucosamine, yeah. honey. But, like, not but, like but also, it's slow needs. Yeah. But also, it's it's just it's it, it, the players should just be deciding all this. The um shouldn't be deciding all this. And now, now you get Donaldson complaining because the the ball was too close to him, and he thought, I'm like. How about all these inside pitches that are legitimate pitches yeah. to set up the outside corner? Now, now you're gonna. What are you gonna give him a warning when it's high and in? Yep. He should be allowed to pitch high and in. Totally agree. And so I yeah. think like now this shit's gonna change basic pitches and and even like you know the Mets crowd was just you know retaliating with booze. But whenever Maida Maida uh, would pitch inside as he should, they'd be like, oh, you know what I mean? And you're like, that's gonna cause that. Yeah. And then the ump's gonna be, you know what I mean? It's just the whole thing. I, I hate all of it. Player, it, should, it should be about the players, and the players have said that from day one, you know? Totally agree. Like, it, it shouldn't, I don't even, I don't like warnings, I don't like any of that. Which gets to a beautiful segue in tennis about umps. Oh, yeah, please tell that story. French Open people, second week of the French Open. Uh, I saw a lot of tennis on Saturday morning because I was in the airport four hours before my flight. Uh, I saw wow. this, I, I That's had a commitment to, to air travel. It was one of those things where I could only get on like the early transfer, whatever. Yes. So I literally got to the airport, the Newark airport at 9 a.m. and my flight was at 1. But I did watch uh, uh, two men's two men's matches. Two men's. And uh, the end of the uh, Serena match, which was uh, like a 12-10 in the second. And uh, so it was good tennis. But anyway, t- t- uh, talk us through this story. So uh, Venus um, has is playing, and she was playing uh, Elise Cornette. Um, and during their final set in the third round of the French Open, uh, 
the chair umpire accused her of looking over at her coach to receive instruction during the final set. And Venus, in my personal defense, I thought she handled it like a class act. Because if somebody, if you're in the middle of your game, this is what you do for a living. She is 36 years old and a damn Trojan, honey. She is a workhorse. And you have the audacity to turn around as a chair umpire and accuse me during work, during my office hours, that I am cheating. Which, we'll put a pin in that for a second, because we all agree that there's something completely bizarre that you can't receive coaching while you're playing. Uh, I don't even understand that I, weirdness. It's absolutely Because insane. if a caddy if a caddy can consult with a golfer... A caddy can basically fucking put the ball in. Yes! <laughs> yes! He, he can literally get behind him, bear hug him, and swing with him. exactly right! <laughs> but, but a tennis player can't get it. Absolutely not. Like, hey, work on your forehand? Yeah. It's, it's you can't even get a wink and a insane. nose scratch. So he... he accused her of cheating and she said and I quote honestly I am 36 years old never in my career have I had a coaching violation just don't even go there and baby gave him mean stink eye good it was so beautiful if you get a chance please pull it up it's all over the internet um I I, you know what good for her because she never have the Williams sisters ever had an issue they have not been everybody's cup of tea but they have been class acts when it comes to Venus has put that sport on her her back absolutely walks, walks in and gets equal pay for women tennis players and that guy is like oh tell your coach to start giving you signals fuck you buddy Ugh. Is I his agree. name chase utley <laughs> okay <laughs> okay what um <laughs> listen a couple more things because we're in like speed round territory now uh just for the record uh sports with all balls uh fans uh t- two weeks ago uh bridget mcmanus was the guest and it was we were uh, we thought of you because you. I somehow missed the Kentucky Derby. Uh, there was a Preakness, and we spent I'd say probably forty minutes of that episode just discussing the horses. Seriously, it was it so was like twenty-five. Minutes, it was like yeah, a good twenty-five ridiculous. minutes. I'm so sad I missed. It that. was so fun because we'd pick a name of the horse, and then we would just like pick the I don't know. It was so much fun. That's awesome. And so we just pulled it out of her ass, and we picked. Uh, she picked Exaggerator to win, and I picked Cherry Wine to win. Exaggerator won, and Cherry Wine came in second. Uh, just for the record, also my other commentary, just just based on the name of Lanny, um, I thought that horse is might might run backwards. It's I think it's a little bit of a special needs horse. This is just I am talking out of my ass. I love you so much. Uh, Preakness, Preakness comes in. Who do they have to put in the gate first? Because of all quote unquote the horse's antics, Lanny. I called it. <laughs> I <laughs> called it that that horse was basically going to run sideways. And he did. <laughs> and he, did. he thought he was at something entirely. Yeah, he thought no, he was Lanny, at Polo. Lanny thought he was at a donkey carnival. <laughs> he basically slowly backed in. He wound up coming in fifth. I don't know how. But <laughs> uh, it's like, and then there's Lanny, and I called it. Called it I'm for, so the record, oh, for the God, record. Oh, God, that's awesome. By the way, I forgot to tell you. What? Well, you knew this, but um, speaking of Syndergaard. Yes, yes. Uh, Mets Dodgers, I took your tickets, thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, to Mets Dodgers, and Syndergaard was pitching and hit two home runs. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Two home runs. It wasn't a good night at my house. And then you throw them out for throwing behind. Okay, whatever. Okay, uh, NHL, we're going to do a quick NHL uh, shout-out and then feel-good moment of the week. Um, you know, I was going to talk about Baylor. Yeah. Let's, let's, we'll talk about Baylor some other time. Okay, uh, because it will still be an antic. It'll still be a story. We'll do it next week or the week <sighs> after. Uh, it, it, you know, a lot of sexual assaults, uh, allegations of the football team at Baylor, and I have now, uh, you know, been a fan of Baylor because my sister works there. And uh, they're doing the right thing. Let's just say yes, it's they're a handling horrible, their business. horrible story. Uh, the coach got fired. The AD did not get fired, which pissed me off, but he stepped down today. Kenneth Starr, the president of the university, is now like a chancellor or something. So they're getting a new AD, a new president, and now we're going to talk about, uh, at some point, uh, the fallout of the, uh, I don't know, uh, offensive corners. Deep, I don't know how deep it goes, uh, which is, by the way, Bryle's son and son-in-law. Our offensive coordinator and defensive really? uh, backs coach. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see. But at least they're doing. Listen, the horrible thing is all this happened. They didn't do jack shit. Baylor is a premier football program, and hopefully they will set some examples of how when uh, there are sexual assault cases, domestic violence Absolutely. cases, and overall violence cases. This was all reported. 
and uh, lawyers, independent law firm, came in, found that out, and found out they all knew. They all knew and did nothing. Now they're all fired. So I hope this this horribleness Sets has a, a wrinkle. Yeah. Because that was a huge firing. Baylor? Oh, yeah. Baylor. Turn the team around. Beloved coach. Out. As he should be. As he should be. And the AD not being fired, the AD was like punished, quote unquote punished, stepped down today. Probably because they were like, what the hell's like, why are you still standing? Well, yeah. The athletic director should have been fired before the coach. It's a culture. It rains down. It's yeah. a trickle down from your president on down. I mean, stop yeah. it. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, so that's a horrible story. Hopefully with really good, good uh, outcome, uh, really good outcome. Uh, I watched, uh, uh, I taped the hockey game while game seven was on for all the hockey fans out there. If you are debating whether you should watch the hockey finals, I'm telling you, it is so freaking exciting. It's San Jose and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Penguins. The last three minutes of the third period, I was standing and screaming. And I'm not a fan of either of these teams. Yeah. I'm going with San Jose because San Jose's got Joe Thornton. They've got two, three guys, Joe Thornton, Joe Pavlet, Pavelski, and this guy Patrick Merlot or Merlot. Or I, not, not Merlot. It's Merlot. It's a beautiful French name. Uh, Patrick, 17 years with Jose. Joe, 10 years with Jose. Joe Thornton traded in 12 years. They've never been to a Stanley Cup final. I did not realize the longevity yeah. in hockey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why did I think hockey players had, like, very well, short A lot of them were careers. on the... Oh, oh, you mean overall? Yes. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It, it, it's a testament to how amazing these athletes are. Yeah. Wow. Uh, scores 2-2. Uh, three minutes left. Uh, Pittsburgh, one of my... This this guy burns. You have to watch this guy burns on San Jose. He's got, the, he's got like, like, a brawny man times 10. He's enormous with the most enormous beard. He's huge. He's a defenseman. So fun to watch. It's unbelievable. The dude in the corner loses his stick. He just loses his stick. His arms and legs are flailing. They pass basically underneath him, and the guy scores. The guy scores because the literally guy didn't have a stick. Pittsburgh is going insane, so you're happy for Pittsburgh. They're going insane. Then, all of a sudden, this dude on Pittsburgh, and if I can see this, everybody can see this, takes his stick and hooks the guy. There's literally like two minutes left. Why you would do this, I have no idea. Hooks the guy in the corner, gets called for hooking. Two-minute violation, so the last two minutes are a power play. Oh. So they're on a power play. Then they pull the goalie, so they have an extra two guys. It was frantic, and I tell you... I have got to get the commentator. I say this every year. The commentator for these these hockey playoffs is one of the he does one of the best jobs I've ever seen in, really? in every single sport. How he knows every single name, it's so quick, it's so fast paced, and he was like blah, 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 blah. like it, it is it yeah. Is great color commentary is, is so a magical. Thing of beauty, uh, and I tell you, and and San Jose and, and Pittsburgh killed the penalty and won the game. And it was it, it is ri- is riveting. Riveting. Watch the to, and watch, watch the, the Stanley Cup. Watch the Stanley Cup because it's 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 just uh, the Stanley Cup finals. Um, anyway, so I was going. I had I had a long night of hockey, uh, basketball, and then of course Bachelorette. Because that's the way you round it out, America. I was basically sitting on my ass for seven hours. But, you know, I have a Bachelorette podcast, and I've got, this is, you know. You're kidding dream. me. You have a pet. How did I not Arden know Arden Marine started, she called me. She's like, do you want to do a podcast on the Bachelorette? I said, listen, this is my baby. I don't have time to do anything else. If you set it all up and tell me when to show up, I can do it. Okay, you have to have my girlfriend, who I co-host Hollywood Today Live with, Kristen Brockman. She's a doll. First of all, you want to put yeah. her in your pocket. She's a beauty. But she is so obsessed. Like, she plans her and Tell her to come on. Okay, I'm telling you, yeah. you guys will all goober. I don't know yeah. any of this mess. She was like, oh, yeah. gosh. wait!" And they just had JoJo on the show. I was not there. I was at oh, a town yeah. on the road. So she was with jo- She was like, Trish, I feel invested. I mean, like, it yeah. is. Uh, yeah. So y'all would just be, y'all need to meet. Okay, we'll yeah. do that next. Yeah. It's classic. But People it is are kind coming of like out a sport. Of yeah, it's so unbelievable. It's just, I've been watching it for like, I don't know, seven or eight seasons, and it just gets more and more ridiculous. I've and we can't even get through it. an episode. You have to come over and watch it. Well, you'll have we to coach me, though, because I don't know You anything. can't even get through an, op- an episode because it's so funny. Not meant to be. <laughs> but I put it on pause, and we have like tears, but we're like, look at that asshole. Like, it's just amazing. And, and two of my very good friends produce it. Oh, it's, it, we'll tell them, can, thank you. Congratulations. Time for an eye iTunes Sports Without Balls review. Uh, go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and we will say it on air. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's so fun. It's awesome. It's super awesome. Um, okay, we got this one. Uh, it's called 
<laughs> the quote is Carol, get on the Google. Five <laughs> stars uh, from Was the T, W U Z the T. Aside from the occasional hockey or football game, I honestly don't even watch sports and I love this effing podcast. <laughs> I started listening because I'm a huge Aaron Foley fan and ran out of fresh episodes of other shows. And now I listen every week. Trish is a goddamn gem. (gasps) And Aaron is so fun to listen to. Sports fan or not, download and listen. Go Peaches! Yay! Go Peaches! That was literally all my favorite things in one review. That was so fun. Thank you. That was awesome. Was the T. I don't know who you are, but you are awesome. Uh, So go on iTunes, leave his review, and we will uh, have one every week. Um, Okay, two feel-good moments of the week. Um, I'm going to mess up her name, and I totally uh, apologize. But the first one we we did speak about, uh, it was the pinch hitter for Georgia. Oh, yeah. Kaylee, and it's P-U-A-I-L-O-A. I'm assuming, I think it's a Hawaiian name. Uh, Kaylee Paoloa. Please forgive me, Kaylee. Uh, Comes in, bottom of the seventh, Two out, the score is they are down two to one and hits a two run home run to put her team into that's so awesome the World Series of softball beating the what four time perennial powerhouse of Florida so great I just saw at that moment when she fucking kills it over the fence and she knows she's coming up to bat with like and two outs like this is it a base hit would have been great. So awesome. And goes around. I was getting chills because I was like, "This is like your. This is a dream. This yeah. is like everybody's dream. Yeah, to come in and as a pinch hitter. Yeah, Oof. cold off the bench. Insane. And the team went. It's oh, I'll post the video on Facebook. It's the greatest thing ever. Um, so that sort of was always my feel good moment of the week. But then I saw this this morning. I was like, I don't know how this can't be. Uh, first pitch. The the uh, throwing out of the first pitch. Memorial Day. Yes, Memorial Day. Thank you. Armed, armed, armed services. All of our armed. Arm. Everybody who's armed. Everyone that has a weapon. Any, any veterans. Thank you times, I don't know, eight million. And their families. And their families. Oh, gosh. I can't thank y'all enough. Oh, my God. Wonderful. Mm. Um, I always get so choked up when I see all those baseball players wearing all the all the camo. Are and you the, doing uh, the, the old man? Yes. The, the sweet isn't little 92-year-old pitcher. Isn't 92-year-old Burke <gasps> Waldron. 92-year-old Vietnam vet. And honey, in his Cracker Jack outfit. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, World, World War II. War II. Yeah, yeah. World War, War II. I was like, 92. That's not my math. <laughs> uh, World War II vet. He was in Pearl Harbor, stationed at Pearl Harbor. He comes on the field in Seattle and throws a fireball. Yeah, he from does. From the mound. From he, the mound. He was not afraid. In, yeah. his, in his Navy outfit. In his naval, beautiful outfit. And uh, can There's we some please... teams out there that could use him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes. Really. It was. I literally was at tears. I was crying down my, face. my eyes out. I wanted to squeeze his little head off. Oh he my was god! So sweet. And then he whips that pin out, honey, real fast to have his ball signed. Oh, he didn't miss a beat. He moved faster than most twenty-five year olds. No, he ran. He ran out onto the field. Like John Rocker. Yes. <laughs> yes! Ew, don't ever mention that name ever. <laughs> Ew! I have to take a shower. I hate John Rocker. Aaron. <laughs> Aaron is on the bus. Aaron is on the bus Back for John Rocker. And you know, if you don't know who John Rock, John Rocker is, oh, don't Google don't him. Don't Google him. You'll He's get stressed pig. out. He's a total pig. Yeah, yeah Burke Walder, 92. Feel good moment of the so week. So great. Aaron, I'll kill you for that John Rocker comment. He's the first one who I can think of who sprints to the mouth. Oh, God. He was he was a roid. He was a roid-faced, horrible piece of crap. Uh, anyway, uh, that is it. That is our episode. Woo! Trish, you're a dream sequence. Did we forget oh. anything? No, we hit it all, honey. We did the. We, we just did this. killed it. Boom! Speed round. Killed My cold brew it. kicked in. Cold now, <laughs> now I've got to go to spin class okay. and rip these eyelashes off. Um, go to Lexington, Kentucky, yes. and see Trish. Uh, Root, I guess, for the Cardinals to keep Aaron happy. Go, hey, go to Chase Field, Arizona people. Yeah. That's a beautiful ballpark. Yes. You just went and, and you had a great time. It. Yeah, and it's got a, it's got air conditioning. And guys, if you there. go to a ballpark, send us, uh, just hashtag SWB. Hashtag it with SWB so we can search it and find it. We want to see what your view and what you're looking at at the ballpark. So we would yes. love to see your ballpark views. Trish is taking all, over all my social media if I give her any of the passwords. And she uh, just can't remember them. I, just, I, I can't. I'm, gonna, I'm getting better. I'm get, I updated the website today. It's, it's going to happen, or at least I sent all the information to my web guy. I'm fairly sure it's probably all hashtag back on the bus. Us, but I'm going to find <laughs> out. Yeah, send us anything and everything. Uh, and also, if you want to donate to the show, it's sportswithoutballsshow.com, or you can find uh, the link 
on uh, on my Facebook page, on the Sports Without Balls page. Uh, uh, donate to the show. We'll happily take uh, anything to keep the show running. Uh, thanks to All Things Comedy. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Trish. Thanks, babe. Sports Without Thank Balls you. fans. Have the best week of your life.